1: Come on, let me take him! No! Please! No!
0: Back
2: up!
1: <laughs> Thank you for
0: that!
2: Yeah. Thank
1: you. Not worth it. You it. Get that s*** off my life! Movie Reviews with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. Get to the chopper! Yippee-ki-yay, mother-
0: You shouldn't tempt me, man. Put it in your mouth. Bullet might go through your, your ear and not kill yeah, you. Yeah, under the chin. Yeah, 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 I'm in to
1: You're not trying to draw
2: a psycho pigeon. You really are crazy.
1: Gentlemen, welcome in. And audience, welcome in to Action Movie Rewind. Every Friday here on Mackie and Judd, we dive into a new action movie. And to this point, we've reviewed like 15 of them. And we rank them, and we do full dives and discuss every potential nook and cranny of said action movie. And this is a gem right here. Judd picked a classic from 1987, Lethal Weapon, starring Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, and Gary Busey oh, as Mr. Yeah. Joshua. Gary Busey, man. Bravo,
2: Gary. Is this is is this after the car crash?
1: This no, this is bu- this is before the car crash. Yeah, he I looks think. he doesn't look as weird. No, this is before. Like Gary had a run, I think the car crash was sometime in the nineties. Okay. Because Gary had a, we could probably look that up, but Lethal Weapon, nineteen eighty seven, the first of a four movie franchise, and also a Fox TV spin off in the like 16 range. That was unfortunate. I never saw one episode. I watched one one time. It was bad. It was, Yeah, it was not good. Right. <laughs> not surprising, though. So this movie generated an 80% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. $15 million budget turned into $120 million at the box office. Here's the summary. L.A. cop Martin Riggs, Mel Gibson, whose wife has recently died. Recently, meaning seven years ago, by the way. I don't know if you guys caught that part. Seven years ago, there was mention, maybe I'm wrong on this, but like there was a mention that his wife had died in a car accident seven years prior. Mm-hmm. Riggs is a loose cannon with a seeming death wish. This makes him indispensable in collaring dangerous criminals, but a liability to any potential partners on the police force. Roger Murtaugh, played by Danny Glover, is a conservative family man who wants to stay alive for his upcoming 50th birthday, and he's partnered with Riggs. As Riggs gets to know Murtaugh and his family, he begins to mellow out, though his insistence on using guerrilla tactics to catch criminals is still, to put it mildly, above and beyond the call of duty. The main villain is the (laughs) General, a drug dealer responsible for the death of the daughter of one of Murtaugh's oldest friends. The General is also in charge of a deadly, militia-like gang of smugglers. Adding fuel to the fire is the General's chief henchman, played with all stops out by Gary Busey. Yes, that's exactly right. All stops out is well put. And so this movie winds up with Murtaugh and Riggs attempting to take down this militia of drug and heroin smugglers led by the general tough. Gary Busey. These aren't your ordinary run-of-the-mill drug dealers. These are special ops ninjas. (laughs) What was your favorite part of Lethal Weapon? Let's start with Judd.
0: Okay, I actually want to bring this to the table because... I had forgotten it and and I sat down with the computer to watch this and broke down the film and I have I have <laughs> a, a question but more so an observation off the original lethal weapon boys this is more a christmas film than die hard yes wow this is wow, more of yes. a they they acknowledge more about Christmas than Die, die Hard wow. sort of throws it in and they're having the part, But this is Merry Christmas is through. I had completely forgotten. So, this. All right,
1: let's let's get in there because the movie starts and ends with Christmas music. That's yes. exactly right. Jingle, Jingle Bell, Bell, Bell Rock. Rock. I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> no, I know this is a revelation to me. I had completely forgotten this or never taken note. Now, all right, I will I will pick a nit with you. It it is more. I will say it is more of a Christmas movie than we probably have given it. thought because it is bookended by Christmas music, and it takes place it's Southern California, right? It takes place in and around Christmas. Yes. Now, Die Hard took place. Die Die Hard, to me, is more Christmas. It also had Christmas music. Die Hard took place at a Christmas Eve company party. Yes. So Die Hard took place all on Christmas Eve. Okay. Which makes it a little bit more of a Christmas movie. Like the whole plot was centered around a terroristic di- takeover but if of a Die Christmas Hard part. is a
0: Christmas film. This has to be considered a Christmas it's,
1: film. It's it's in the
2: conversation more than I would have thought before watching it again. So I yeah. haven't seen either of Lethal Weapon, and I still haven't seen Die Hard start to finish. Oh my! Oh, you, what? Yeah, oh. I know. Don't pull me over. Don't don't pull me over. No, I feel you have to. Uh, oh, I think. I you, think, no, think now got, we no, got, know next gotta do week's it. decision. You gotta do no. It. Oh dang it! I oh, don't. This is oh,
0: okay.
1: Take Cops is recorded on location with the men and women of Sports Talk. All uh, suspects
2: are innocent until proven here, guilty be, Get, in Hot Take Court. License.
1: Get my insurance out.
0: This is like telling me on the first date that you've got a kid.
1: I like, this is, don't know how to process I, wait, this. No, I don't know how to process this. You're I? so, you're so innocent in action movie rewind. This is I am. amazing. I've am. never seen this all of Die Hard. Oh, no, right. I
2: haven't. And I, so I, I know that there's an act. I always heard the lore of was it Die Hard or Lethal Weapon that is a Christmas movie. So when I'm start when I'm watching oh, okay. Lethal Weapon, I'm like, oh, that's the joke. It, it is, and I'm like, wait a minute, I thought it was Die Hard that everyone gets all crazy about for right. being a Christmas movie.
1: So I am, like, my my emotion here is not to be, like, mad at Declan for not having seen Die Hard. It's, I am so happy now that we get to, at some point, and it's my choice to pick a movie this week. It is. Uh, we, we get to watch Die Hard with a, essentially a first timer. Like, if you've seen clips of it, that's great, but to, right. to watch it from start to finish. There's also- A virgin. There's also, yes, he's, he's a, a Die, die hard, hard virgin. virgin. B- thanks, there, guys. There's also a great, uh, every year at Lynn Lake Bowl in Uptown. Yeah. Josh Carson is the lead writer and he plays, he plays Bruce Willis's part in a very diehard Christmas here in the Twin Cities. It's like a spoof play on Die Hard and it's amazing. So, anyways, wow, that's an amazing, brave admission by Declan and we need more of that on Action Movie Rewind. Okay. Great. Wow. All right. So, so what <laughs> your favorite part of the movie wow. is that it, it's a Christmas movie. No, 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 no.
0: That was just my top observation after hearing okay. the opening, uh, the music for the opening scene sure. and the last scene. Uh, my favorite part is not the do you want a shot at the title part, which I actually do love. But you know what I picked? I love that they spend the first part of the film trying to establish or at least make you think on and off that Riggs is totally crazy. I love the scene where he cuffs himself to the guy who's going to jump yes. and then jumps for him
1: that, that was and
0: takes him off so the building.
1: Crazy. Now you can jump if you want to, but you'll be taking me with you and that makes you a murderer. <laughs> okay. Come on, let's go yeah, you'll be killing a cop. That's yeah, I'll be killing a psycho nuttap! Yeah, psycho, but I'm still a cop. You coming in? Come on, I'm going in. You. you, I'm jumping! Do you
2: really want to jump? Do you want to? Well, then that's fine with me. Come on. Let's do it, asshole.
1: Let's do it. Wanna do it. Reason? I want to do it. I want to do it. What do you mean? They overplayed the Crazy. drama there because there was a giant pad right, that but covered didn't the whole block. But they knew it.
0: Okay, but it's they still knew a, it. It's a fun scene. <laughs> I love the dialogue.
2: That was also my favorite scene, but I'll, I'll pick another one. That, that That is an excellent scene, especially when, hey, you want a cigarette? He was just like he's leveling with them. It's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> it's
1: comedy. It's, he's crazy. We will do a deep dive just into Riggs's character here. So my favorite part of this movie is it's less like a part of the movie, and it's more what this movie represented. This movie represented the peak of 80s glorification of cops. 80s and 90s glorification of police officers. It was like There was a run on movies and series from Lethal Weapon, and it it goes from like the mid '80s into into the '90s. Lethal Weapon, Die Hard, Beverly Hills Cop. These are all like multi movie. Forty hours, forty eight hours, same thing. Kindergarten Cop, even like you know, that's like Kindergarten Cop is like, how far can we go with like cop heroism? (laughs) Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and a bunch of kindergartners. Let's see what happens. And pretty much every Steven Seagal movie is like him as a tormented cop and he's going to get revenge, right? Yes. We just had this ridiculous run. Like I couldn't see in today's climate having movies like this come out that glorify police officers because there's just a lot of controversy over treatment of black people, et cetera. In fact, there was a line in this movie where they're interviewing the six year old kid who saw yes. the uh the six year old kid saw the special forces guy who blew up the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at one point, like one of the kids says My mom says police kill black people. It's like could that I caught that, yes. Thirty years later. Um so I think just like the glorification of these if you if, if you boil this movie down and you just take Riggs and Murtaugh as police officers. Yes. And how many times they did things that were unethical, illegal, like overt force when not necessary, they're they are mostly terrible police officers who take their uh I don't know, like they take it too far the on best a part episode.
0: the best part about every film that you mention, Phil is this there's no paperwork after you kill people <laughs> no. no, and there's no <laughs> we need your gun there's just i they kill- they kill the first guy I, I think, and I think it's supposed to be their first day together. they shoot the guy and then they go to Murtaugh's house for dinner, Yes. yep. Like I mean, that's the day. Yeah, yeah we killed a guy. You got to kill everybody. When they went, that's when it. they went to go talk to, no the, to the
1: pimp, and the and the pimp pulled a gun and they shot him, and he was in the pool at one point. Every time, what different? Okay, yes,
0: no, the pool.
1: Yeah, the guy who died
0: in the pool, and they just killed him, and then they're like, "Let's go have dinner." All right,
1: your least favorite part about Lethal Weapon?
0: Wait,
2: X. Oh, I, I have a couple. Of, yeah, I have a favorite part. Oh, I thought you said your favorite part was. It the, was, but okay. I'll, I'll provide something else to the table here. It's when they're in the when they kill the guy at the pool, and then you know all the cops come afterwards and they're hanging out like mel gibson and and Danny glover are hanging out in like the the back pool area like the little pool house and glover's trying to have like a really important conversation with mel gibson and gibson's just glued watching football trying to put on his pants yeah it was just like wait a minute like this guy is like he's he's borderline he's depressed obviously he's insane and glover's yes. trying to have like a real legitimate conversation cop to cop and he's cared about like the football game that's on the television while also trying to get dressed—it was just a ridiculous. Yeah,
1: he's a psycho, like, yeah. they, and they knew he was suicidal, and they were yeah. trying to cover it up and say, "No, whatever, yeah. like, it doesn't matter. He's just going to go get the bag." Or is he crazy? Yeah. Actually, we should do a dive just into Riggs. All right, here I—I I just took notes throughout the movie on like the things that Riggs did from the beginning to the end, and and the four main things that stood out. So right away at the beginning of this movie, well, actually. The movie actually opens, in addition to Jingle Bell Rock, it opens with the naked woman doing cocaine in a penthouse apartment, jumping 30 stories to her death because somebody had put, like, poison in her drink or something, right? Yes. And so it was her father that... Uh, this was this was uh, Amanda Hunsaker was the name of the woman who yes. who killed herself. And she had gotten caught up in prostitution and drugs and things. And her dad had
0: saved Danny Glover's life in Vietnam. Yes. And so he owed him.
1: But her dad also used to be a part of this shadow company, yes. this heroin smuggling and operation, kept it, going. kept it going. I mean, uh, wouldn't you? If it made a lot, money, a lot of money, I mean, it's, it's a lot of it's a tough Heroin business, it's good business. At good the business. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I've heard it's yeah. really lucrative. So, Hunt so, so the dad Hunsaker wants out of the shadows. He contacts Murtaugh, and then uh, the shadow company finds out that he had contacted Murtaugh, so they have him killed. And, and a now helicopter. Murtaugh,
0: <laughs> yeah. while he's talking yeah. to Murtaugh,
1: and so then Murtaugh and Riggs are then looking to take down the whole operation, but. Um But from a Riggs perspective, so the first time we see Riggs, he's waking up hungover, naked, and yep. just like sitting on his bed, strategically placed cameras. So you just see his backside. Mm-hmm. He walks over to his fridge and pulls out a course to start the day. Oh, great just Coors, Coors Tons Banquet. Of Coors and, and did, banquet. The
0: and did you it. guys see subsequently every beer that anyone drank in Lethal Weapon
1: was a Coors was a banquet. banquet beer? Yes. Amazing. On the boat. Early product boat, placement. He Big hands him guy. a Coors. Love me yeah. a banquet. Are you really? Yes, I'd love me a Coors banquet. Hate okay. Coors Light. Love go, banquet. Might have to go get some uh, yeah. get some tonight. Um, and then you had you had Riggs busting the drug dealers early on. So he shows up and he's going to buy, it looked like cocaine. I think it was cocaine, right? Because yeah, he's so. like snoring At a it. Christmas tree place. Yeah. At the Christmas tree place, yes. And so there, he's got these two drug dealers and he's sampling the cocaine and he goes, and they said, you know, how much do you want? And he goes, I'll take the whole thing. Yeah. And they and they said for uh, for a hundred, and so he pulls out his wallet and starts counting to a hundred dollars in cash, yeah, and they no, get mad at him because no. no, it's a hundred thousand dollars. they are Like no, dude, and so then he pulls out his badge, and of course it's like he pulls out his badge, and there's just like a massive gunfight. Right, no paperwork. He kills like two guys. <laughs> I gave yeah. you guys your rights, but now nah, you guys already know what your rights are. You? <laughs> this badge ain't real. You ain't real.
0: Oh, Yo, you sure Sorry. are a crazy son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm crazy? Yeah. How you you calling me crazy? crazy? You think yeah, I'm yeah. crazy? Yeah, yeah. yeah you want to see crazy? <laughs> now, that's a real badge. I'm a real cop, and this is a real gun. Okay, pal. Hey, knows is in the dirt, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a guy behind uh, the Christmas
0: trees in the truck who yeah. shoots at Riggs, but he hits, his, he hits the... Uh, dealer, and then Riggs turns around and blows him away, and it's just fantastic.
1: Yes. Then you also we, we talked about the ledge scene where he handcuffs uh, handcuffs himself to the jumper. Yes. The other great Riggs scene in this movie was they go to the shooting range, and Murtaugh is very proud about like I still got it at fifty. Right? He's like shooting the shooting range target in the chest and the face. So the first time you see Riggs's shooting range, it's like all the bullets are perfectly lined on the face and on the chest. And then, all right, now Murtaugh's going to show you what's up. So Murtaugh does the quick draw, like, from 20 yards away, boom, right in the face. Riggs sends the shooting target all the way back to the back of the, whatever, it's like 50 yards away or something. Yep. He shoots it seven times into a smiley face in the guy's face. Although, I counted seven gunshots, and there was actually eight bullet holes, so that was a continuity issue with the weapon. But that was a great scene, too, where he shows off at the gun. Murtaugh's going, damn. Have a nice day. (laughs) Yes, what he says at the end is great. Yep. Um, So, all right. What else stood out to you in this movie? Actually, let's go back to least Least favorite part. part, part, Mine
0: is very simple. It's at the top of my notes. In fact, it's note number four uh, because it didn't happen until far too late. Very, very simple, boys. Not enough, Busey. Yeah, I I wanted more Busey. There was no reason why we couldn't have gotten more. Like that character was not going to get old quickly. That is a great bad guy. In fact, it's one of the best bad guys I've seen. Hint, hint, tease, tease. Um, I could have used a dose of Busey throughout that film way more consistently. I mean, he's so damn good. There's that he's scene, nuts, too. He's but he's so damn good.
1: I think it was the first or second scene we saw him where they're at uh, the the general guy. These guys come in to do a drug deal or something, and the general guy wants to show, hey, if you screw us, Mr. Joshua here, Gary Busey, is a psychopath, and he'll yes. find you. And to prove that, he tells Mr. Joshua, Gary Busey, roll up your sleeve. And he pulls out the lighter, and he burns Gary Busey's forearm while he sits there straight-faced yeah. to scare the guys who are going to come in and buy these products. I wanted more, of that. Yeah, there could have been like four more scenes Busey just like Busey that. was just, that's a great, great character. He was. He was. Declan, what was your least favorite part? Uh,
2: There's a couple and it's more of just like, I don't understand why this happened Uh, at at the beginning of the movie. Like I think one of the first scenes where Glover's in the bathtub and his whole family just comes in and wishes him a happy birthday, like (laughs) totally nude in the bath. Like I come from a pretty close family and and we know a lot of, a lot of business, but I was like, this is a little strange that like dad's in the bathtub yeah. and all the kids are coming in to wish him a happy birthday. And I thought that was really, well,
1: really weird. They did. It, so this is one of the rare 80s action movies that does a really good job of character development. And they yeah. did it in small little pockets. It didn't They didn't do like 30 minutes of, you know, a character story. They did. The, it was like the first 10 or 15 minutes. They wanted to show you that Riggs is a psychopath whose wife got killed in a car accident seven years ago and he still feels the pain. And so they accomplished this all in like two scenes where he's over in the morning, he cracks a coors. He's disheveled. He's crying on the couch. He puts a gun in his like, mouth, like
0: with with the uh, special bullet,
1: right? Hollowed up bullet. And then at the end of the movie, of course, he doesn't need that special bullet yeah. anymore, so he gives it back to Murtaugh as a present. But but they wanted to show Murtaugh as this family man who values but his Declan, daughter. Right. And Declan's sort of right, though it was weird, it was strange. Like
0: I don't think I want my teenage daughter walking into the bathroom while I'm sitting there in the bathtub. like <laughs> yeah, I I I, I, didn't get, I it. get what what you're saying phil but that scene did strike me as really you really want your birthday cake in the bathtub okay
2: and in the michael Huntsinger scene right before he gets killed like in his office or wherever you know Huntsinger, the the guy gets gets killed and right beforehand though you notice he like takes a carton of eggnog and like chugs it and then if you notice he puts it down and there's just cartons of clearly eggnog at room temperature in this guy's office, so yeah. he's like, a, not only is he a psychopath trying to figure out what the hell's going on with my daughter, he's drinking room temperature you know eggnog, that and that's
1: insane. That's a That's a Christmas
0: nuts. movie, Declan. That's insane. That's are a you Christmas guys,
1: movie. All right, are you guys eggnog guys? Because I Ugh. am an eggnog guy. No. But it's got to be cold. No. I, it's got to be cold. Way. I used to be until the lactose problems, and now I'm oh, not. Yikes. <laughs> well, you know, I, just like a little... If you're safe on a Friday night, you know that you can go to the bathroom I at not well. You know, just a little bit of spiked eggnog, a little little brandy. The problem oh, is no.
0: the problem is with the lactose problems. Once the stomach starts to run, it's not like <laughs> go to the bathroom. It's done. It's like the rest <laughs> of the night. The stomach's going. But yes, I as a kid, mm. I used to love eggnog. Now I'm not so much a fan of it.
1: All right. I think this is the part of action movie rewind where Judd and I are probably going to probably going to fight it out a little bit because my least favorite part about this movie is the end sequence, Mm. the shot at the title sequence. What? Yes. Oh, here we go. Wait, wait. So you suspended your disbelief for this entire film until then? It was, it was, I was okay suspending my disbelief until this scene. All right. Let me walk this up. So they lure Mr. Joshua back to Murtaugh's house and, 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 and a few things happen here. So number one, Mm -hmm. The leader of the operation, General McAllister, is already dead. They have already killed General McAllister. Hollywood Boulevard, he got blown up. They have mostly killed all of the rogue militiamen. They have uncovered this secret drug ring that's been going on for 20 years. Yep. The case is basically over. Like, the leader of the operation's dead. The militiamen are dead. Gary Busey is basically just, like, the lone rogue guy (laughs) running around, Los Angeles yep. trying to get away with whatever crimes he has committed, right? And so they lure him, and, and he's still vengeful. Like he's definitely still wants to kill Murtaugh and Riggs and finish off his part of the deal, even really though like wa-
0: he really wants Riggs.
1: But he doesn't have any anonymity anymore. He has been caught, okay? I think I think
0: I know what it is, though, and I don't think they did a good job explaining it, but they sort of did.
1: Okay, well, let me let me so, walk up where my logic is. I'll tell you. This is, like, the most ridiculous, dumb ending to an action movie I can ever <laughs> this remember. Is all, okay? This is a
0: sacrilege right here.
1: So they lure him back to Murtaugh's house. Yes. And then in order to, like, to, to sneak attack him, they don't just, like, walk into the house and get him. They drive a police car through the side of the living room wall. Well wait 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 wait.
0: Um Mr. Joshua had killed two cops in the line of duty. Had shot them in that car. And so that car rolls on to the fire um uh not extinguisher what am i thinking Well so, of? did
1: did the car the fire hydrant? Did the car come in on accident or was no, it purposeful?
0: No, they found the car and put the knife I in know. the To send it through. Why would you ruin your house? Because this is lethal weapon. Why would you ruin your house? In lethal weapon two, doesn't make sense. In lethal weapon two, his house blows up. He's on the
1: toilet. Remember? That's true. I do remember that. Come on, it's a theme here. So here's what happens. Okay. So spoiler. Sorry. So they purposefully (laughs) ruin Murtaugh's house. Okay, for no reason. All right. Yes. And they arrest Gary Busey with dozens of police vehicles and a police helicopter surrounding the lot and the the cul-de-sac or whatever. He has been arrested. His henchmen are dead. His boss is dead. The operation is over. It's done. Okay. He's set to go to jail for a very long time. And Riggs says, What do you say? You want a shot at the title? And of course, Mr. Joshua wants a shot at the title. It means he gets uncuffed and he gets to have a fist fight in the lawn with, was it sprinklers or rain? Uh, Sprinklers. Sprinklers. I thought it was rain. Oh, I thought it was perfect. <laughs> was... Okay, it doesn't matter. It's a lot of water. It's a lot so of water. So they proceed in a pointless well, fight either, outside in the sprinkler rain or whatever kind of rain it was. Cops are circled around, like literally asking, like, "Should I intervene yet? Should like, I intervene no. yet?" So Riggs winds up putting him in a chokehold with his legs, uh, but lets up before he kills him, saying it's not worth not it. And I then, of saying. course, Mr. Joshua pulls a gun from another police officer's belt. And both Riggs and Murtaugh pull the trigger at the same time to kill him. But my in point slow is, motion. why would you have like ten police vehicles and all these cops? All right. They've already arrested him, and they've decided, you know what? Let's uh, let's take the cuffs off and see if Riggs can just kick his ass on the front lawn. Let it's me let me explain. To absolutely you, okay? Undertaker absurd. Undertaker triangle show called a minute
2: Let me
0: that explain. That fight this should have happened
1: too.
2: before the arrest.
0: First of all, Murtaugh. They they continue to to ask. Murtaugh at Murtaugh's house. Should we stop it, boss? Because as as Murtaugh got on the scene, they did announce that he is the person in charge until his superior shows up, okay? So Murtaugh is saying, no, he killed two of ours. Let him go. Let him kick his ass. Kick his ass. All right. So here's the other thing, though, that I don't think that they did a good enough job of building up to, but they alluded to it, and I think it's why Mr. Joshua once rigged so bad. I think that they, they might not have crossed paths directly, but I think they came from the same company of special ops in the war. Okay. And, and so because the kid who identifies Mr. Joshua as the guy who planted the bomb to blow up the hooker's house looks at the, looks at the tattoo on Riggs's arm and says, it's that tattoo. It's that same. And that's when Riggs says to Murtaugh, we're dealing with something special here. Or so I think what this was was the vengefulness Mm. of, of Riggs. And Mr. Joshua, having basically both come from good and now one gone bad. And also, I got to look at my notes here quickly because I got one more point to make off of this. Did you did you see that the same the same hold with that Riggs had? on Mr. Joshua, but before he says it's not worth it to kill him, is the same move that Riggs used to break Endo's neck yes. w- when he's being tortured.
1: With his yeah. with he's the like, legs yeah. yes. and, and triangle it's, Choke. It's That's his move. It's a yeah. Seagal like move. It's a better finisher move than Hulk Hogan's leg drop, yeah. I will give him but that I, for sure. But I think Tell's I, I think Gate. the
0: end was supposed to be alluding to the fact that both these guys had come from good, Mr. Joshua had gone bad, Riggs
1: Obviously, was on the side of good. Let it be known that Judd Zulged, loved it. Uh, we just reached peak action movie rewind. Judd Zulged uttered the sentence, when a six-year-old who identified the special ops guy who blew up the hooker's house... That is peak when action movie. That's what the kid, when the kid says. It's that, it's that tattoo. It's but, that exact tattoo. But all of these things, like, this is what doesn't make sense. That if, hooker's If you're planning on the movie ending with this amazing action scene, drama, yes. like, two special ops guys going at it. Yes. That has to happen before Gary Busey is arrested. Why doesn't that happen before the cops show up? Like, if that happens <laughs> before the cops show up, if the like if the cops show up at the end of the fight and, like... Okay is he going to kill him or not and then it, it doesn't make sense he's already been arrested there's no reason to let him out of out of his detention or whatever I get what you're saying fight rigs in the driveway of Murtaugh's house I it's get so what stupid you're saying. And I love this movie but it bothers me I
0: get what you're saying but I feel like at times you you like cross this weird line of well I'm willing to believe
1: the rest what what no, was this is the- this is the professional wrestling fan to me listen I know yeah. that- What I'm- was
0: the scene Dex that that Phil didn't like was that in point break or something which one
1: it was in speed or in speed oh, yeah, in speed, yeah. In speed you're like this doesn't make any sense Because it doesn't I, listen oh, it's not supposed to as a professional wrestling fan yep. i am trained to suspend my disbelief up to a certain point okay if God it gets left. if it gets to a certain point and it, mm-hmm. and it it's like all right now we've jumped the shark of suspending my disbelief i will i will blow a whistle <laughs> i am blowing a whistle on the end sequence of the Weapon. I am
0: not going to whine, moan, or complain one bit about anything that allowed my guy Gary Busey to have the spotlight for a little <laughs> while longer in girls. this film, okay?
1: All right? Oh, man. Um, other things that stood out here... Actually, real quick, Declan, settle the tie here. Who, 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 who Are you more with Judd? Like, <laughs> I, I'm, right? I'm, just, I'm right? I'm overreacting to this, or
2: or do you see my logic here? I completely this? see your logic. Um, I, I think in general, the move, this plot is kind of messy. It's not like, I, I thought this was supposed to be a very, it has good reviews. Like I was, I was had high hopes and I, I, I know we're going to do our rankings here shortly, but I I'm with Phil. I think the whole, the whole thing is, is all over the GD place.
1: It's a little sloppy. I will say the sloppiest part of it uh, outside of the ending is, They've clearly stumbled upon a major international drug ring here, right? Like you oh, got yeah. this thing's been going on for for probably twenty years. Sure. When did Vietnam end? Early seventies. So seventy four. So yeah. So this drug ring's been going on for fifteen years. Yep. And it's led by special like rogue special ops people who have top level military grade explosive devices Keep like the heroin coming into the country and you've got like two local like city p- police department guys who are heading this whole operation oh, yeah. to take them down well i feel like like like, shouldn't like a federal government wing be part of this like shouldn't the fbi <laughs> they're be brought investigating in, this? you're not even brought in Here, we don't
2: need the fbi no, right. Here, okay here's the, the orlando police
0: department Here, here's the thing about the film that got messy and and, um a bit conflicted at times or confusing not conflicted uh but it was an interesting move it's the character development like they work really hard there are for this segment there are large large chunks of time
1: without people dying for sure actually my what i do have a favorite part of character I, i think sometimes these movies can get too caught up and like listen we i don't need a lot of character development i don't like Rocky Three is great. I just need to see Mr. T training at the beginning and then insulting Rocky's wife a couple times, and like I'm good. I, all right, I know that he's a bad guy. <laughs> right? Okay. So, but but I think they wanted this to be about action and also the Riggs Murtaugh relationship, right? Correct. Because it's kind of a it's kind of a buddy cop. Riggs Murtaugh, The Odd Couple. And my favorite part about that character development is when so Murtaugh is skeptical. He thinks Riggs is a psychopath, but he's kind of coming around a little bit quickly and and Riggs comes over to Murtaugh's house to eat dinner one night and Murtaugh says to Riggs at the end of the night as he's walking to his car hey do you really like my wife's cooking and of course like most people in that situation to not upset whoever it is in the family would say oh love your wife's cooking and Riggs goes Mm -hmm. no see you tomorrow (laughs) and Murtaugh smiles because he knows if he can tell the truth about my wife's cooking, I can trust him, and, he, and, and, and he'll tell the truth to me about anything, right? Absolutely. There so there was some pretty good character development in this
0: movie. I can't believe I'm about to go here, but I will, okay? I can't believe I'm, I'm about to say this. Um, Mel Gibson and Glover are good actors. Like, they're they're legitimately pretty good. Yeah. Or very good at times, okay? Yeah. I would I would hazard to guess that both of them said if this is going to be like a Seagal flick, we ain't doing it. And in fact, the Wikipedia page on this film specifically said that Gibson had been offered roles like this before and read the scripts and didn't like them hmm. b- because it basically just was bang, 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 bang,
1: bang. Bruce Willis was actually – they flirted with Bruce Willis to play the Riggs oh. role, I believe. In and this he would have been good. And, yeah, be good. and they eventually played that role basically – in Die Hard. Yeah, but Gibson, but
0: I think Gibson and Glover actually probably, this sounds so silly to say now, actually probably had some script type control of, if you're just going to have me come in and start killing people, I'm not doing this. Yeah, I need a little, 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 uh, because they actually did. I mean, for, for, sure. for, for this era to spend as much time developing the characters Yeah. back then I think
1: was I think was really odd. Okay, who was your next category here? Who is your favorite character in this movie? That's not even that. That's the easiest question ever.
0: Mister Joshua Gary Busey's character is phenomenal. Like this guy again, I, he is nuts. I completely get that he's nuts in real life, but my god, is he good? Yes, he's my so. Favorite.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your guys' minds here for a second. Okay, you guys have all seen that that kids baseball movie from like 1992 rookie of the year yeah, where Gary Busey plays Chet Stedman, the old veteran oh, yeah. Cubs pitcher.
0: Yeah. I don't think I've seen the whole thing.
1: So it's a, it's this kid falls and breaks his arm. And when his arm heals, it becomes bionic oh, yeah. and he throws like a hundred miles an hour. It. And he, and so Gary Busey's is like the old washed up, like sore shoulder veteran pitcher in that movie. Gary Busey is basically playing the same character in lethal weapon as oh, Mr. Wow. Joshua, as he is as Chet Stedman. Really? It's as if like, Mr. Joshua on the side was also a major league number one starter for the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, if you funny. get a chance, just a little bit of side homework for you. Go watch Rookie of the Year. All right. Yeah. He's great. All right, Dex, what was your, your favorite character in this movie?
2: I love Danny Glover. Danny Glover's one of my all-time favorite actors, so I'm, I was all in on him. I'm too he, old he, for this. And Yeah, the, I'm too old for this line. He's a good family man. Um, he's without a doubt. He was my favorite guy.
1: I'm trying to find the name of the actor, but my favorite character in this movie was actually the guy who was about to commit suicide jumping off the ledge. He
2: was pretty good.
1: It was Can such you an
2: over-the-top... I tried to find him when I was watching it, too, and I'm looking on IMDb right now as well, and I still can't figure
1: out dude, who the hell it
0: is. Dude had great hair. Great
1: jumper? Hair. I'm going to Google Jumper and Lethal Weapon. <laughs> His name was McCleary. Uh, Michael Shaner Okay. as McCleary. Alright, so let's see here. Uh, Michael Shaner... I just want to see, has he ever been in any other movies? That's what I want to know. Yeah, he looks super familiar. (laughs) So he does have an IMDb page. All right, here's his IMDb. He does have a few movies that he was known for. Uh, The last time he was in anything was 2008. He was in the TV series Numbers, and he just played, like, in one episode. He was in uh, Judging Amy in 2004, and he was in a bunch of stuff in the 90s. Hmm. Uh, Nothing I've really ever heard of, though. Blood Fist sounds like a good action movie. Yeah, I was gonna say Blood should fist. we
0: should we review it? Uh,
1: Blood Fist. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like something once we get to the end of our list of movies. But that guy, I like that guy. That guy okay, was played, that guy. so. he's your favorite? He was my favorite character oh, in the Oh man, Mr. Joshua is so good. Well, let's get to Mr. Joshua here because our next category is our definitive bad guy rankings here. And so far, the rankings for the other bad guys we've done are Cyrus the virus from Con Air is number one. Brad Wesley from Roadhouse is number two. Yvonne Drago from Rocky four is number three. Dennis Hopper from speed is fourth and the rogue CIA agent, James Monroe from the expendables is fifth. The rest of the list is angry terrorist. Ivan from air force one corrupt Senator from hard to kill the aliens in independence day. Chong Lee from Bloodsport, Bennett from commando Bodie from point break general Hummel from the rock Sloan from wanted and the incompetent Russian military from Rambo three. Judd, where uh, where should Mister Joshua we'll fall? I on am this going list.
0: to put Gary Busey number one. Oh what, my. come dude. On. number come on one now. on bias, my list. Bias, bias, bias. yes, yes, now. he's fantastic. He's a great bad guy. He'd, I wanted he, more. He, he didn't like show up till like an hour into the movie. I yeah, like. and he still left that indelible of impression on my brain. That's what's so impressive about it. I'm putting he's, him number he, one. He's
1: very good. I I can't. I'm. This is going to be. This is going to wind sorry, up being. Sorry, Malkovich. Like, we're going to have to find some middle ground sorry, here. Sorry, Malkovich. But he's not okay. number one.
2: He's not number one.
1: I would say. I would pretty fairly consider him in the top five. So, like, I'll give you. I think. I think the movie could have used more of him. So, I definitely agree with you on that front. And I almost feel like he should have just been the head of the whole thing. Like, what, what, do we really need the general guy? Do we really need two guys? Like, yes. just have Gary Busey be the henchman. I think yes. Busey
0: was too crazy in in their mind to be a believable top guy. But yeah, he was. He could have been the top. guy.
1: They had jumped the shark anyway, on so many other things. Like, yeah, no, I get, know. Okay, Riggs is too crazy to be a cop. So, <laughs> like maybe not i don't examples. know um so i'm gonna i'm gonna put him i'll put him ahead of dennis hopper in speed because you guys know Pop. that i'm yeah you were not high that's where hopper. i'm split i think put Dennis hopper was better i'd put him fourth okay all right okay. where would you put him
2: i'd put him i put him below hopper below hopper below hopper so would that be fifth i put him fifth so judd's got him first i've got him fourth
1: hopper was more involved in the movie which probably excuse my Okay, here's the thing, he I can't put Mr. Joshua, I cannot put him ahead of Ivan Drago, who's third. You guys are disrespecting Mr. Joshua, and the he's going to kick
0: your ass for this.
1: All right, so, so so Judd, you're putting him ahead of Ivan Drago from Rocky IV. Yes, I put him first. So I have one. I love Malkovich, but right, I'm putting we'll him first. We'll split the difference, we'll put him third.
0: Okay. We'll put okay. him third. That's fair. All
1: right. So it's Cyrus the Virus, Brad Wesley from Roadhouse, Mr. Jo- I I can't put him above Brad Wesley. Brad Wesley was in the movie more. Was more widely evil and covered more ground. Busey got screwed
0: by the writers.
1: (laughs) That's not Busey. (laughs) Mr. Joshua, it's not his fault. The writers bleeped him. All right, we need a 1 through 10 Seagull rankings. How many Seagulls would you give Lethal Weapon? You want to start with me? The top movies to this point are Commando with a 9.2 average score, Expendables, Roadhouse, Hard to Kill, Rocky Four. Round out the top five for us. I like this film a lot. Um, it
0: tried probably in 1987 to do things that were a little bit unusual for genre at that time, but I'm going to give it an 8. Mm. I'm going to give it an 8, and here here's why it doesn't get a 10. The, the amount of time between kills became disturbing to me. Like, the whole purpose when I do this. But the kills are more meaningful when there's a story behind them. Is for the, I understand that, but I wanted more kills, and you could have killed more people. How they don't kill the guy in the nightclub who they ex- establish to the viewer that Mr. Joshua is crazy. How they don't like shoot him is is a crime. All right, Dex,
1: what what score would you get? How many seagulls?
2: I, I give this a six out of ten. Um, I, I think it takes a long time to get to Busey. It starts with this naked woman jumping out of a building. You're trying to figure out this, and then it, it's a crazy cop who is depressed from his wife's being. There's there's too many moving parts till it really gets good, in my opinion. Uh, there's some amazing one liners. Some awesome acting by Gibson. So it's not, a, I don't think it's a train wreck, but I'm disappointed by it in a little bit. So I would say a six out of 10.
1: I'm giving it an eight as well. And okay. I think the only things that hold it back are just the ridiculously dumb ending to the movie. It True. just, it, it definitely takes a point or two off Who wins of it. the title, Mackie, huh? Well, who wins the title? Listen, I'm I'd, sure like, I'd like, I'd like, I'd like to see these guys in a, in a two out of three falls situation. You know, I think, I think uh, Riggs got three, the first one.
2: Three stages of hell. I like
1: it. Yep. So uh, with, <laughs> so with that, the composite score is a seven point three, which makes it the seventh ranked action movie out of the fifteen. It looks like that we've done seven? So Actually, we've done fourteen of them. So interesting. Far. Okay. Yep. So it, it falls behind Point Break, Independence Day, Rocky Four, and just ahead of Speed, Con Air, The Rock, and Air Force One. It is my turn to choose a movie, and and for those of you listening to and or watching on our YouTube channel, um, we love to throw these out a week in advance so that you can watch the movies sometime during the next seven days and then experience the review with us on these Fridays or over the weekend if you're listening to the podcast. I think your choice is clear, by the way. Well, my so I had a movie picked. I think it's. I think you got a before we call went my, in here where I got pulled over. We like to call an audible in the business. It has to be Die Hard. It just has to be okay. I mean, Declan is a diehard
0: virgin. That's breaking news. It's something that nobody knew. Like of all the films that I would say you probably haven't seen, I'm actually shocked by this
1: one. Get me my detonators.
0: (laughs) Uh, Mr. Takagi. This film has no problem getting to the point.
1: No, this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this movie. Is the the character never...
0: development here yeah. is snappy,
1: but they do a good job. Like you they know, do, who, yeah. you know who the characters are. You know what they want. It's well done. Yep. So uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not ripping right. it. Die Hard. Is, right. Die Hard. Also, we might be approaching. And this might be on the Mount Rushmore of action movies too. I would like to call for a vote as well.
0: Next Friday, I think we need to hash out officially more of a Christmas movie, Lethal Weapon, or Die Hard. Okay. Because yeah. I I think back to back. And if people want to tweet us as well, I think back to back, we really can hash that
1: out. I think you'll find that it's Die Hard, but it's worth a conversation. I have my doubts. I would argue that Die Hard 2, Die Hard 2 is actually more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. Because Die Hard 2 takes place with snow involved because it takes takes place in a different area. Okay, but we're not talking about Die Hard 2. We're talking about (laughs)
0: Die Hard, lethal weapon, both in Southern California. Yep.
1: Uh, For the record, I was... I don't want to give away too much, but I was going to make Judd watch his first ever Bond movie. Never seen oh, him, okay. As part of it, That's but we'll get, we'll get to that we'll at get some to point. It. Yeah. So, absolutely. Right. Action movie rewind. Where to go, Declan? Exactly. in on this.
2: Partner again?
1: Yeah, some caddies on
2: loan from dope. Real burnout on the rag.
1: Hey, look at that, you. Not bad for an old man. Hey, step aside, old man. <laughs> <laughs> Have a nice day.